0: Welcome to Speak It On This program is designed for the edification And entertainment of the listeners And not designed to be representative Of a church, nonprofit organization Or denomination Opinions expressed are solely those of the host Hey, hey, welcome back Have you ever been in a bookstore And just been down the magazine aisle and been down the book aisle and then you come to the self-help section and just browsed maybe I'm the weird one because I do that over the years I've seen a lot of self-help books and uh, listen to quite a few self-help people and to be honest with you when you get into uh, speech and presentation as much as I do a lot, of, uh, a lot of times what they'll do is they'll look at the presentation style uh, of certain mo- motivational speakers and uh, say oh yeah this guy does this really good or this lady man she's spot on so it interests me and it has for a long time and I've read all kinds of books on self-help and some of them were you know more heavily psychology involved and uh, I've been very blessed and then I've worked with uh, uh quote when I was doing social work I got to work with a uh, a very very smart man by the name of Dr. Roger Allen who's a psychologist and uh, he uh, was one of the wisest guys I've ever known. I mean he's very smart and dedicated. Um, So what I've noticed is uh, sometimes, and and this is what kind of makes the self-help thing work for a lot of people, is that they'll find a uh, an answer and it may not be a new answer but it'll be an answer that they'll find that's put to them a different way and sometimes uh, you know if you've ever had that happen as. Uh, Uh, Maybe a friend would have told you this, you know, the answer to to some question that you had, and they've said it over and over again, and then this person comes out of the blue sky and and says, oh, well, you know, that's blah, 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 and you go, oh, yeah! And it's because sometimes you have to hear an answer from a different direction, from a different voice, in a different manner, or something of that nature. Which is really what keeps, uh, to be honest, keeps a lot of nonfiction flowing. And that's awesome, but I have noticed one thing that's interesting to me about self-help books, and uh, and that is that sometimes uh, the author will begin pulling in God. Okay, they'll start talking about faith and. and and we're giving you examples of somebody of faith who did something really fantastic Uh, as a specific example uh, in the book, Awaken the Giant Within by Tony Robbins, he mentions Mother Teresa uh, and and how she was a great example of of someone who really, you know uh, made her spiritual goals, goals work for her but now uh, here's here's the part that I find kind of interesting is that is that sometimes they'll they'll talk about all these faith aspects and then they'll just leave them there as if you know wow God you did a good job man that, you you did an awesome job with that person you know you stand over there and I'm gonna take it from here okay. <laughs> And because uh, I've been uh, reading uh, and listening to some uh, information from one guy recently, uh, and he has a really good plan of doing things, uh, but initially, what the uh, author of a self-help book has to do is, of course, identify your problem or at least show you what they're addressing. All right, and that's when they'll they'll talk about you know and sometimes they'll start quoting the bible oh man that just, that just is the ringer for me they start quoting the bible unfortunately more often than not they'll quote the verse totally out of context But uh, but the issue is they start quoting the bible and then immediately they'll go into evolution <laughs> They'll say, well, you know, see, we were, we developed, you know, uh, we, through evolutionary processes, we, we developed, uh, you know, this, 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 and this kind of situation, and then we learned to do this, and then, and I'm thinking, so here's the deal, and, you know, um, two kind of contradictory kind of thought processes, okay, for real, it is, um, if you're going to use a developmental approach and use evolution then leave God out of it because that's exactly what you've done um, and uh, and that sounds kind of kind of tacky why would I want somebody to do that well because to be honest those are not two ideas that, that work well together you know it's like uh, you know uh, like milk and molar oil something like that so anyway um, and if you're going to go with God in that aspect then run with it and show us how God has worked in you through you through someone else to make the change I think prior um I had a con a uh, podcast on the God help aspect. Here's a and and this is this is gonna sound really old, but it's true. Here's something amazing, and it's this: there is a God help book, and it's called the Bible. Um. And, you know, people are going, oh, gee, here we go, here we go. But it's true. Now, here's the interesting thing about the Bible. The Bible itself um, was uh, literally, I mean, put together over like 1,500 years, had uh, about 35 different individuals that God used to pen parts of it and it's got one singular focus and that's talking about how God wants to work in people's lives not just individually but all over the place I mean yes individual but community church state nation province parish whatever nation god wants to work in all of it um it's amazing how miraculous actually that the book is people have literally tried to squash it i mean more times than I can probably think about have tried to obliterate it and you can't because uh, well Jesus himself said heaven and earth will pass away but the word of God will last forever I mean not one jot not one little uh, not one little mark in the Bible not, not even the mark on the mark Is going to go away. Every word. And I firmly believe that in Revelation, when it talks about, and the books, books plural, were open, I believe one of those is the Bible. Because I really feel like he's, you know, because if you think about it, okay, think about it from this perspective. What did Jesus do? when Satan started totally messing with him and he he was out in the desert it was taking you know this time in the desert to kind of get everything together before he went on to his public ministry all right and uh, the devil starts you know Satan starts talking to him you know throwing ideas his direction what did he do he started quoting the bible exactly correctly back to the devil and by the way Satan knew the Bible he knew it. he was quoting the Bible to Jesus. The only difference was is he was taking everything a context <laughs> out of context he was taking the verse and giving it a half twist which is what he does. So some verses that I find super uplifting, of course, uh, are in Second uh, Samuel and the Psalms, of course. I mean, the, the Psalms. Like 2 Samuel 22.3 uh, My God, my rock, in whom I take refuge, my shield, and the horn of my salvation, my stronghold and my refuge my savior you save me from violence now one thing i want to point out on that verse is it says in the horn of my salvation that word horn actually has several different meanings now you immediately you probably think oh trumpet you know, where you're blowing the trumpet and it's sounding out, you know, God's salvation. That's a wonderful thought however, comma, it's not applied to that particular word. This word is more of a, uh, is more of a horn shaped object, okay, like a horn on an animal and uh, in Israel they uh, put oil, holy oil, to be dispensed in those. Also, um, it kind of leads to the horn of the altar, where the sacrifices were made, but it's the shape of that point. Um, I know in the Old Testament several times uh, people would run to the altar and grab it by the horns which were these protrusions because you know saying hey you know you can't touch me I'm right here uh, but uh, it adds and this is what I love about Hebrew is is it adds a whole different se- just a, a several meanings that you can just pull out of that. My stronghold, my refuge, my savior. You saved me from violence. God's the one we look for salvation. God's the one who saves. Now, 2 Samuel twenty-two forty-seven: 47, the Lord lives, and blessed be my rock, and exalted be my God, the rock of my salvation. It mentions God as a rock, but not a small rock. We're talking about a rock the size of a continent something that never moves something that's always there always sturdy always can be depended on and then Psalms 18.2 the Lord is my rock and my fortress and my deliverer my God, my rock in whom I take refuge my shield and the horn of my salvation, my stronghold so, Psalms 18, 2, sounds an awful lot like 2 Samuel 22, 3, right? and yeah, it does, that. Um, now, the, the next one I'm going to mention, the last one, is Psalm eighty nine twenty six, And it says, He shall cry to me. You are my Father, my God, and the rock of my salvation. This is God talking about someone else. That's amazing. So, I'm not saying that there's not value in self-help books. But before you do, Think about it, pray about it, and get into the God help book first. And if you can't find any other place to start, start with the Psalms. Start with the Psalms. Because in the Psalm, Psalms, the Psalms just are just dripping with emotion. And in there, you can feel and, and sense the, the human pain that somebody has had. But that the fact is, they're relying on God. And their reliance is not wasted. Because the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, He saves. Jesus, the Son, the Savior, the Messiah, He saves. So... The next time you're browsing your self-help books and you're looking for just the right one, try that approach first. And then, if you do that approach and then you go over, you might find some books that may have someone who leans a little harder on the Lord. And uh, they might have a good book for you. So, with that thought in mind, I want to encourage you to keep on keeping Thank on. Thank you for listening to this edition of Speak It On. And as always, don't be afraid to speak the word in boldness and truth.